What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, July 14th, 2020. This is A Talk in the Attic, recorded right here in Midtown Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm your host, Kirk Ross. Today's show will be different, I promise you that. And it will be different for three primary reasons. First, it's a big day here in the Ross household. Jessica and I were actually scheduled to be at Red Rocks Amphitheater in Morrison, Colorado tonight for a Rainbow Kitten Surprise concert. Obviously, coronavirus did its thing. Live shows were all canceled, leaving us bummed out that our RKS summer was not to be. But as fate would have it, the band is throwing an exclusive live stream event tonight as a show of appreciation to those of us fans chomping at the bit to see them perform again. Hopefully we'll get some new songs as well. Fingers crossed. Jess and I fell in love with RKS at the same time we were falling in love with each other. So they are, beyond any shadow of a doubt, our band. So, point is, I'm already giddy for our living room date night for our big show tonight. Secondly, I'm reeling a little bit from a classic example of do as I say, not as I do, because despite my urging last week to get off of social media and to create the view that would be best for us, I was on Facebook last night arguing with my cousin. And it got personal, which upset me and led me to a little bit of unnecessary negativity in my life, which of course impacts my lovely partner in crime, Jessica, too. It's since been resolved, at least a little bit. I'm sure there's still some rehab to do, but that's beside the point. Fired up about divisive politics. That's the takeaway. Third, my friend Nate, shout out Mr. Colger, shared a photo from his family trip to Taquanamam Falls, and to my surprise, did I pronounce that correctly? Taquanamam, whatever. To my surprise, the photo included a bench that said Group W on it. Some of you already know what this means, but for those of you who don't, For those of you who didn't have an immediate reaction to the phrase Group W, then allow me to explain. Group W is the bench that Arlo Guthrie sings about in his all-time great Vietnam protest song, Alice's Restaurant Massacre, which he released back in 1967. At my childhood home, this song was available in no less than four different formats, depending on the era, and I'm being serious here, vinyl, 8-track, cassette tape, and compact disc. It's a song that is so nostalgic for me, but one that I hadn't even thought about in years. Until Nate, of course, posted his Group W bench photo today. Immediately, my excitement for the RKS show tonight, combined with the negative Facebook experience, and then rolled directly into Alice's restaurant. And I knew immediately what I had to do. Many of the folks that we left-leaning citizens deem our political adversaries now were battling righties 53 years ago when Arlo Guthrie dropped this anti-war anthem. Somehow, the very people who taught me this song have evolved, and I'm being friendly with my word choice, but they've evolved into something that they likely would have hated back in their younger years. My aim here isn't to poke fun at the other side, quite the opposite. My aim is to remind all of us that we're all on our own paths, that what we believe today may not be what we believe tomorrow, in fact it likely won't be, And we all need to remember that we have so much in common with the other side, whichever side you deem the other side. In my case, so much so that they experienced their own awakening, or is it wokening, a while back too, and yet now they might seem backwards to us, etc. It's perspective, y'all. But now that my soapbox has been exposed to the family by my cousin as a big cardboard box of hypocrisy, allow me to present to you with an enormous amount of trepidation... Arlo Guthrie's Alice's Restaurant Massacre, performed by yours truly.
Some of you are thinking, oh, he's a singer? No, I'm not a singer, so I'm scared shitless. There's an important call to action that I buried in the show notes, in the show description if, on your app, but also after my performance. That might be overselling it. But please check out that call to action, which will help me create a positive movement online towards unity and perspective and away from division and anger. With that, let's start the show. This song is called Alice's Restaurant, and it's about Alice and her restaurant. But but Alice's Restaurant is not the name of the restaurant. That's just the name of the song, and that's why I called the song Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back. Just a half a mile from the railroad track. You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Now, it all started two Thanksgivings ago. It was on two years ago on Thanksgiving when my friend and I went up to visit Alice at the restaurant. But Alice doesn't live in the restaurant. She lives in the church nearby the restaurant in the bell tower with her husband Ray and Fasha the dog. And living in the bell tower like that, they got a lot of room downstairs where the pews used to be in. Having all that room, seeing as how they took out all the pews, they decided that they didn't have to take out their garbage for a long time. And we got up there, we found all the garbage in there, and we decided it'd be a friendly gesture for us to take the garbage down to the city dump. So we took the half a ton of garbage, put it in the back of a red VW microbus, took shovels and rakes and implements of destruction, and headed on toward the city dump. Well, we got there and there was a big sign and a chain across the dump saying closed on Thanksgiving and we had never heard of a dump closed on Thanksgiving before and with tears in our eyes we drove off into the sunset looking for another place to put the garbage we didn't find one until we came to a side road and off the side of the side road there was another 15 foot cliff and at the bottom of the cliff there was another pile of garbage and We decided that one big pile was better than two little piles, and rather than bring that one up, we decided to throw ours down. And that's what we did. Drove back to the church, had a Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beat, went to sleep and didn't get up until the next morning when we got a phone call from Officer Obi. He said, kid, We found your name on an envelope at the bottom of a half a ton of garbage and just wanted to know if you had any information about it. I said, yes, sir, Officer Obi, I cannot tell a lie. I put that envelope under that garbage. And after speaking to Obi for about 45 minutes on the telephone, we finally arrived at the truth of the matter and said that we had to go down and pick up the garbage and also had to go down and speak to him at the police officer station, so 
we got in the red VW microbus with the shovels and rakes and implements of destruction and headed on toward the police officer station. Now, friends, there was only one or two things that Obi could have done at the police station. And the first was he could have given us the medal for being so brave and honest on the telephone, which wasn't very likely and we didn't expect it. But the other thing was he could have bawled us out and told us never to be seen driving garbage around the vicinity again, which is what we expected. But when we got to the police officer station, there was a third possibility that we hadn't even counted upon. And we was both immediately arrested, handcuffed. And I said, Obi, I don't think I can pick up the garbage with these handcuffs on he said he said shut up kid get in the back of the patrol car and that's what we did we sat in the back of the patrol car and drove to the quote scene of the crime unquote i want to tell you about the town of stockbridge massachusetts when there's a happening here they got three stop signs two police officers and one police car but when we got to the scene of the crime there was five police officers and three police cars being the biggest crime of the last 50 years and everybody wanted to get in the newspaper story about it and they was using up all kinds of cop equipment they had hanging around the police officer station they was taking plaster tire tracks footprints dog smelling prints and they took 27 8 by 10 colored glossy photographs with circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us they took pictures of the approach the getaway the northwest corner the southwest corner and that's not to mention the aerial photography after the ordeal, we went back to the jail. Obi said he was gonna put us in the cell. He said, kid, I'm gonna put you in the cell. I want your wallet and your belt. I said, Obi, I can understand you want my wallet so I don't have any money to spend in the cell, but what do you want my belt for? And he said, kid, we don't want any hangings. I said, Obi, did you think I was gonna hang myself for littering? Obi said he was making sure, and friends Obi was, because he took the toilet seat so I couldn't hit myself over the head and drown. And he took the toilet paper so I couldn't bind the bars, roll out, roll the toilet paper out the window, slide down the roll and have an escape. Obi was making sure, and it was about four or five hours later that Alice, remember Alice? It's a song about Alice. Alice came by with a few nasty words to Opie on the side, bailed us out of jail, and we went back to the church, had another Thanksgiving dinner that couldn't be beaten. We didn't get up until the next morning when we all had to go to court. We walked in, sat down. Opie came in with the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one, sat down. Man came in, said, all rise. We all stood up. Obi stood up with the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures and the judge walked in, sat down with a seeing eye dog and he sat down. When we sat down, Obi looked at the seeing eye dog and then at the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures and circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back of each one and looked at the seeing eye dog. And then at the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back each one and began to cry because Wobby came to the realization that it was just a typical case of American blind injustice and there was nothing he could do about it. And the judge wasn't going to look at the 27 8 by 10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back each one explaining what each one was to be used as evidence against us. 
and we was fined $50 and had to pick up the garbage in the snow, but that's not what I came to tell you about. I came to talk about the draft. They got a building down New York City, it's called Whitehall Street, where you walk in, you get injected, inspected, detected, infected, neglected, and selected. I went down to get my physical examination one day, and I walked in, I sat down, I got good and drunk the night before, so I looked and felt my best when I went in that morning, because I wanted to look like the all-American kid from New York City. Man, I wanted to feel like the all. I wanted to be the all-American kid from New York. And I walked in, sat down. I was hung down, brung down, hung up, and all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things. And I walked in and sat down, and they gave me a piece of paper and said, Kid, see the psychiatrist, room 604. And I went up there. I said, Shrink, I want to kill I mean, I, I wanna, I wanna kill, kill. I wanna see, I, I wanna see blood and gore and guts and veins in my teeth. Eat dead, burnt bodies. I mean, kill, 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 kill. And I started jumping up and down, yelling, kill, kill. And he started jumping up and down with me. We was both jumping up and down, yelling, kill, kill. And the sergeant came over, pinned a medal on me, sent me down the hall and said, you're our boy. I didn't feel too good about it. Proceeded down the hall, getting more injections, inspections, detections, neglections, and all kinds of stuff that they was doing to me at the thing there. And I was there for two hours, three hours, four hours. I was there for a long time, going through all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly things. And I was just having a tough time there. They was inspecting, injecting every single part of me, and they wasn't leaving no part untouched. Proceeded through, and when I finally got to the very last man, I walked in, walked in, sat down after a whole big thing there, and I walked up and I said, what do you want? He said, kid, we only got one question. Have you ever been arrested? And I proceeded to tell him the story of the Alice's Restaurant Massacre with full orchestration and the five-part harmony and stuff like that and all the phenomenon. He stopped right there and said, kid, did you ever go to court? And I proceeded to tell him the story of the 27 8x10 colored glossy pictures with the circles and arrows and the paragraphs on the back of each one. And he stopped me right there and said, kid, I want you to go down and sit on that bench that says Group W. Now, kid! I walked over to the bench there, and there's the Group W's where they put you if you may not be moral enough to join the army after committing your special crime, and there was all kinds of mean, nasty, ugly-looking people on the bench there. Mother rapers. Father stabbers. Father rapers. Father rapers sitting right there on the bench next to me. And they was mean and nasty and ugly and horrible crime-type guys sitting on the bench next to me. 
and the meanest, ugliest, nastiest one, the meanest father raper of them all was coming over to me and he was mean and ugly and nasty and horrible and all kind of things and he sat down next to me and said, kid, what'd you get? I said, I didn't get nothing. I had to pay $50 and pick up the garbage. He said, he said, what were you arrested for, kid? And I said, littering. And they all moved away from me on the bench there, and the hairy eyeball was all kinds of mean, nasty things. And I said, and creating a nuisance. And they all came back, shook my hand, and we had a great time. Sitting on the bench there talking about crying mother, stabbing father, raping, all kinds of grooving things that we was talking about on the bench. And everything was fine. We was smoking cigarettes and all kinds of things until the sergeant come over. Had some paper in his hand. He held it up and said, Kids, this piece of paper's got 47 words, 37 cents, 58 words. We want to know details of the crime, all of the crime, any other kind of thing you got to say pertaining to about the crime. I want to know arresting officers, name it, anything. You kind of ought to got to say and talk for 45 minutes and nobody understood a word that is said, but we had fun filling out the forms and playing with the pencils on the bench there. And I, I filled out the massacre with the four-part harmony and rolled it down there just like it was. And everything was fine and I I put down the pencil and I turned over the the piece of paper and and there there on the other side hmm in the in the middle of the other side away from everything else on the other side in parentheses capital letters quotated read the following words kid have you rehabilitated yourself I went over to the sergeant and said sergeant you got a lot of damn gall to ask me if I've rehabilitated myself I mean I mean I mean I I mean I'm just I'm sitting here on the bench I mean, I'm sitting here on the Group W bench because you want to know if I'm moral enough to join the army and bird women, kids, houses, and villages after being a litter bug. He looked at me and said, Kid, we don't like your kind. And we're going to send your fingerprints off to Washington and France. Somewhere in Washington enshrined in some little folder is a study in black and white of of my fingerprints and the only reason I'm singing you this song now is because you may know somebody in a similar situation or, or, or you may be in a similar situation and if you're in a situation like that then there's only one thing you can do and that's walk into the shrink wherever you are just walk in say shrink You can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant and walk out. You know, if one person, just one person does it, they may think he's really sick and they won't take him. And if two people, two people do it in harmony, they may think they're homosexuals and they won't take either of them. And if three people do it, three 
Can you imagine three people walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, and walking out, and they may think it's an organization. But can you imagine, can you imagine 50 people a day, I said 50 people a day walking in, singing a bar, Alice's restaurant, walking out, and friends, they may think it's a movement. And that's what it is. The Alice's restaurant anti-massacre movement. And all you gotta do to join is sing it with me the next time it comes around here on the guitar. With feeling. So we'll just wait for it to come around on the guitar here and we'll sing it when it does. I put the lyrics to the chorus in the show notes. Check them out. Here it comes. Well, you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Well, you can get anything you want at Alice's Restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back. Just a half a mile from the railroad track You can get anything you want At Alice's Restaurant That was horrible. I mean, if we're gonna end war and all this bullshit and stuff, we're gonna have to sing loud. I've been singing this song for 25 minutes and I could sing it for another 25 minutes. I'm not proud or tired so what we'll do is we'll wait for it to come around again and this time with four part harmony and feeling and you know we're just waiting for it to come around is is what we're doing alright here it is Well, you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant, excepting Alice. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Walk right in, it's around the back, just a half a mile from the railroad track. You can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Da 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 dum at Alice's restaurant. Everyone, thank you so much for bearing with what could be maybe misconstrued as self-indulgence, but I'm serious about what I said at the front. Let's find a more positive, expressive, artistic way to fight the good fight, similar to what Arlo Guthrie did. And let's get off Facebook. Look, I'm talking to myself, like I said earlier. And if we are going to take to Facebook, at least I'm going to start. I know Jessica will follow suit. Who else is going to follow suit? I'm just going to post Alice's Restaurant. Just those two words. On Facebook, who else is with me? Not only will that shine a mirror back at the generation of people who used to fight against very similar things that we're now fighting against, but maybe have lost their way through the accumulation of wealth or life experiences or some other explanation. But these same people now who we can't even stand to talk to on Facebook or look at on Facebook, were singing Alice's Restaurant one time to get out of the draft. Peace out, y'all. Warm me from the wind and take my hand. A song is sounding, 
softly singing My song is cast upon the rainbow waves Forever splashing in the sunlight Prove to me that it loves to live In all of this emptiness all around me yes. Take me from the chilling of the evening Though you know my love that I must go following the winds that blow inside me I've nowhere left to run or hide except if you will come and run beside me Of the evening. 